Welcome everyone to the Derpity Media News and Music Podcast. This is our first one in the while and we're glad to be back. Today we're going to talk about a brand new Three Derpies album and the two year anniversary of Derpity Media. But first, let's start off with a song from the Three Derpies new album, For No Reason, called Have You Ever Had That Dream? That was Have You Ever Had That Dream? Been working on this one for a while. And now let me intro- introduce our guest for the day. CJ, crap, my mic fell off the desk. DeGroot. <laughs> okay, let's plug in the mic. It took us 17 takes to get this right, but we're here. Wow, everything is falling apart. And change just fell. What, what an amazing intro to our podcast. Ah, crap, my chair. My chair is actually missing a wheel. So, we got a lot to talk about, as I said in the intro, which took us, like, 18 takes, I think. 17 or 18 takes. So, this yes. better be a good podcast. Lizzie, it please, put those drumsticks down. I see you. I see you. So, like I said in the intro, we have a brand new album out called For No Reason, a title I've wanted to use since... The end of the song song when we were creating that back in February of, no, April to May 2015. I mean, I don't know why we never used it. We had Blowing Up Chunks as an album. So, yes. But, and the thing I is. I wanted to make it Butt Singer Rapper. Butt Singer Rapper was too graphic, even though in one of our songs we just say, I will come kill you. Yeah. The, the, the peaceful version has them say, I will come deez you. Which makes even less sense, but whatever. So, yeah, new album, For No Reason. It's got ten great tracks and four bonus tracks that aren't really good. But, what can you do, I guess? So, yeah. No! My face is green. What? My face is green. Okay. <laughs> Because I am playing Pokemon Go. Every day. I do every day. <laughs> no drums! Give me the drumsticks! Give me the drumsticks. Leave them there. So, first track on our album. Have you ever had that dream? Working on it for a while. It took a while to get it right. But we're modeling it off of a song from Tomodachi Life. which Where you can create songs and have your me's sing them. Which is the, uh, the singing track you heard from that was... Snuggles, the the weird Snuggles. teddy, the weird Ebola ridden, ridden teddy bear. He's an Ebola bear. You never hear much about Ebola anymore. No. And now we're talking about Ebola. <laughs> well, that's what you, you it up. That's what you do on this podcast. Speaking of Ebola, later in this episode, we're going to listen to an unreleased track that was too controversial to release at the time, but will hopefully be making its way onto our next album, Untitled, album number five or six. 
butt seeker rapper. Ebola boy is what the song is called. We're gonna. Um, I remember now. We're gonna talk. I sung that. Did I? Yeah. What was that? Yes. That was you. That was you. Yes. And you talk about what Ebola was... boy. In the... Lizzie. I have Sit. Ebola. You have Ebola. We all have Ebola. <laughs> At the time we recorded that, Ebola was a thing. I can bring up Ebola right now. The Ebola song right now. No, don't actually bring that up because that is copyright. I'm going to bring up the prototype for Have You Ever Had That Dream? Which is just called Musical Song. From Tomodachi Life. So, th- th- this, these lyrics could be anything, because, yeah, a cursing musical. Alright, here's just, like, a preview version of it that a person got before the game was released. We're gonna listen to this and see see if you can hear the similarities. I don't know what the lyrics will be, because it's not my version. Or, actually, it's gonna be, oh. the, it's gonna be the default lyrics, which are kind of cheesy. Have you ever had that dream of reaching for the stars, of putting your best foot forward everywhere that you are? <laughs> and we changed that to, have you ever had that dream of being DZD's Doe's, of putting your face in a DZD's Doe's dishwasher? And living and, off the fat of the land. We'll talk about that later. And the, ga- the, the and this one, the ga- they say the galaxy is too small. And ours, we say just the world is too small. I will explain the story of that song later, but first... Listen to this. Nintendo, please don't take my podcast down for listening to a song from Tomodachi Life that we made into Have You Ever Had That Dream, which could be removed by Nintendo. Let's listen. You know, actually, I've never heard all of the lyrics to that, and now I have, and I don't think I want to hear them again. They're just too cheesy. No drums! No, no, yes, not nothing, it's something. Give me the drumsticks. Give me the drumsticks. No, give me the drumsticks. Or leave. You have... Yep, good, okay, this is... So you heard that. What do you think, CJ? That... Did you make that, or was that... No, that... When you open the game and start the musical song, these are the lyrics that it automatically brings up. Don't throw that at my Christmas tree. So, yeah, these are the lyrics. If you buy the game and just open this right away, and well, you have to unlock it, but open it right away, these are the lyrics that will pop up. So I did not make this as a video uploaded on YouTube by Crystal Dreams in 2014. Don't touch my ornaments! Get away from my Christmas tree! Go over there! You have a Christmas tree in your room? And several lights. I'll, I'll show you that later. Okay, yeah, um, we'll call you back later. Yes, you do. We'll call you back later. Oh. Me? No, not not you. I'm, ta- I'm talking to her. Oh. Yes? I have a Christmas tree. Yes, you do. I have a Christmas tree. Yep, you do. Okay, bye.
Knut not? Bye, Sujay. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll Did you just say Sujay? No, I I don't know. We'll we'll talk to you later, Lizzie. Bye. Go somewhere else and possibly get I your diaper changed. Go yeah okay. So that's have you ever had that dream? Or reaching for the stars by 3 Derpy slash Nintendo. <laughs> Goodbye. Close the door. Do that. This podcast is so boring. Um. All right. Oh my. So we're gonna listen to a couple more songs from that album. So yeah, we have ten songs on this album. Fourteen songs, but ten of them are bonus tracks. Um. Anything you want to listen to, like first? Um. W- list off the songs. Have you ever had that dream? Well, I don't want. I don't want to list them all off. Like anything. Oh, like anything uh, that you know was on here. Crap. I'm playing a game and I just. It's called Drive Ahead. Mm. And I just lost a wheel. <laughs> um. Yep, and I and I died. All right. A couple of these have been released before. On like singles, yeah. How about we? I'm gonna bring up the glitch song. Yes. So this yes! one, I don't. I wish I had the actual game so I could show you the clip. But I, yeah, I'll pull this up. Whatever happened to it? Got lost. This cartridges, are, cartridges are so small. It's probably in here somewhere. But okay. So this song was created, but with a Game Boy cartridge of Ford Racing Three. We took it out of the Game Boy. And it made a s- sound that we trimmed a little bit and. Put, made some edits and made it into a song. We're not, I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's two minutes and six seconds long, but we will play some of it as I plug the speaker in. Okay, here we go. Here's the glitch song by the Three Derpies. that's just a preview of the glitch song it's decent i think it sounds better coming through this high quality speaker but it's that's not my favorite from the album but it's probably the one that is not i don't i wouldn't say it's the oldest song in the album but it's one of them there's a lot of stuff here all right so let's move on we'll play some more songs later but next the two-year anniversary of Derpity Media, November. The three, Are you sure? yeah, the three Derpies were created in November of 2014, which created Derpity Media, and it might have been earlier because Adventures of Derp, so on, it goes back. But the first, I'm the pop yeah, three. we'll play the original ad for the, the Adventures of Derp. So what? Yeah, it's it started off. Derp was released and. Here's something that's kind of sad. The original album art for Derp, I don't have. <gasps> the thing is that the original file is lost on some hard drive on some computer that we have. The only version of the album art I have is a picture that I took on my phone of the CD case with the album art in it cut out really badly. And I don't know where that CD case is, so I couldn't scan in the album art. So I just have this picture. It's kind of yellow because of the light next to it. 
it's it's a horrible picture, but that's all I have of the original album art. But here's what we're gonna do today. One song was gonna be released on Derp that was never released because I forgot to put it on the CD. And I just decided never to add it because I found out that I forgot it like a w- couple weeks later. CD was already made, given out to a couple people. Nothing I could do, but that song is Tripped Up the Stairs. And this is actually one of my favorite songs on the album, that, but it never made it. And what you know what we should do later in the podcast? What? Play Truth or Dare. I have the app right here. Maybe. I think we should... I, I think we should play. We, We're wait, gonna play. No, I think we should save that for the trip next week, because I'm gonna be recording everything on the bus, and we may need stuff to do. So I think we should save that for the bus, because... But I can't bring my tablet on the bus. Well, we'll have something. I'll have something to download the app. You can get it on your phone. Or my computer, too. I, I could probably have... If, they, if they're gonna have Wi-Fi on the bus, there should be enough to get that online. Or something similar, but we're gonna listen to Tripped Up the Stairs if I can find it. Because it's probably on my hard drive in the downloads, but it may not be, and I may have to get out another CD. And you, it, you don't know how well that went, but one of our takes, the CD kept skipping for Have You Ever Had That Dream? So we had to use my, the computer file. So we're gonna look up. Long my head is. <laughs> so we're gonna look up tripped up the stairs there are two versions one was created just for fun never made it onto an album either but that one wasn't very good it was just a loop so we're gonna go into my download to see if i can find it it's been a while since i've heard it so this is gonna be good up the stairs come on it's not there uh i have to get the cd if it's on the CD. I have to go to my stack of CDs that I have. See what I have here. Derp Deluxe Edition. This is a newer copy of the regular Deluxe. Then we have the CD that I made with random stuff on it. The Three Derpies Greatest Hits, which no one ever got. Here it is. Derp Ultra Deluxe Edition. Then a bunch of CDs that I'll talk about later. So I'm going to put the CD in, in my computer. This one's so scratched. Oh my. Alright, let's try this. A lot of work for a song, but it's a good song. Hey, look, it's Deeper Lawson Collector's Edition. Talk about that later. Alright, here we go. CD in. More change fell. For no reason. I'm gonna move this camera, like, here. Here it is, the CD. Let's play it in media player. Alright, it's gonna play Eat. Oh, gosh. You know, I, I might have to play the clip of the, the song being played on the Motrin Media Podcast. Alright, let's see where it is, because it's one of these. Found it! This is the only- Who's singing that? Me! The only Three Derby song that I have ever sang in. So I'm unplugging CJ from the- No, no. Because you sang the meh song. Meh doesn't count. That one didn't count. Oh, crap. Well, meh doesn't count. I'll talk about meh in a second, but- Yeah, because that one- that one was just me saying meh once. This is a full 27 seconds of me singing with Julio. 
Let's play this. Trip up the stairs. One second, I'm, I'm, I'm plugging you back in. Me? Yeah, alright, you're back on. Alright, you can talk. Is, is Julio singing in that? Part of it. Like, the last part, I still don't know what we're saying. It's like, something about when we're running out of songs to put on the album. And that da-da-da-da at the end. The only reason that's there is because the metronome, or the time for the song, cut out. And it stopped us recording. So if it kept on recording, we wouldn't have had that perfect ending. And, you know, the metronome, we didn't figure this out yet, but we had the metronome on while we were recording, so it recorded the metronome as a part of the recording. Same thing happened on Eat. But you can hear that in the song. I think it works really well in this one. It actually sounds good. I'm going to see what else I have in this album, because there's a lot. It's like 13. Okay, this is the other trip to... This is the other tripped up the stairs. I'm gonna play this one too. This is this one was created later to replace tripped up the stairs. I don't know why we would want to do that. So this was made to replace it, but still it never made it onto an album, and it's on this L ultra deluxe, never released L version of Derp that I made for myself. Okay. Plugging you back in. That one was just a loop, and we hadn't figured out the art. Who was singing? Everybody. <laughs> Who was singing? All of us. Me, Keegan, and Julio, the original three derpies. Which, actually, there was, I don't think there was ever a time that we were all working together on that. I think it was just for the Adventures of Derp, and maybe the first album. Because the second one, we had so many people doing different songs. So, that's tripped up the stairs. I'm gonna put this on my computer, because this is the only copy I have. So I'm gonna just take away these. No, I... Okay, so... Tripped up the stairs. Alright, I'm gonna put this on my computer, and then we'll have that. Alright, so, next. I think it's time we heard Ebola Boy. This one's, yes. only, this one's only available on my Gmail account, because I emailed it to myself to put it on an album, but it never made it. I think I put it here to maybe play it on one of the unreleased podcasts that I put in I, my iTunes library that no one ever heard either. Those will be released at some point. Ebola boy. In that one, each podcast was basically the same thing. Okay. Found it. Ebola boy. This one's really long, too, so I don't think we're gonna- I oh. have Ebola! Yes, you do. Oh, God. I, I really like this one. It goes on for a while. It's like two minutes long, and it's just- mo I keep adding other guitar and bass loops in. So I'm only gonna play part of it, but here we go. My Ebola- so Yeah. The unreleased Ebola Boy song, world premiere, 
Here. I have Ebola! You have Ebola! We all have Ebola! Ebola boy! I believe CJ is having a seizure. <laughs> Holy what? Ebola boy, Moby Dick. It doesn't even. Oh, Moby Dick. It doesn't even make sense. I, in this one, I found myself. I, I thought about it and I pulled it up and listened to it. I thought like two minutes seems really long, but you just find yourself getting into that groove and just find realizing it's over. I mean, we were a minute in. I didn't expect us to get that far. But I remember us. We were talking about this. I think like seventh grade. We wanted to make an album or a song that sounded happy, but was about Ebola, which is sad. So, we did. It's not really sad. Well, it's kind of, it's Ebola. It's, 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 a, it's a disease. A happy song about a bad disease. Holy we crap. want it to be ironic, so. Ebola. Here you go. Alright, we were going to do this when the hotline was live, but we're going to do it now. A couple weeks ago, the NES Classic Edition was released. This is just random entertainment news, but... And they reopened the NES hotline, or power line, for... They gave out tips, like, when the NES was originally out. And they reopened it with some pre-recorded clips from original game counselors, with tips and stories from the inside. And there are some recordings of that hotline online, high quality recordings. We're going to listen to a few of those and get some reactions. All right. All right, hold on. All right, let's pick this up. All right. All right, back on the podcast. Yeah. Back on Skype. Okay. I need to find the high quality recording. The mail is just getting here. It, that's how it is here. Like, UPS, you can expect to get here by 8. Yep. Alright, here's the full recording. So, the beginning is a two, like, a minute long advertisement for the NES Classic. Which is okay. kind of annoying. Even because they're saying it's available worldwide, but by the time you're calling this number, they're all sold out. <laughs> so, don't expect to get one anytime soon unless you're going to Toys R Us this weekend to pick one up before the scalpers get it and sell it for $80,000. So I'm going to play a little bit of this and then we're going to react. Oh crap, it's an intro. Well, I didn't expect that. Hi everyone. Oh great, it's a reaction video. Okay, there it is. Uh, this is not the recording I wanted. Excuse me for a second. 
okay. Yeah, I think I'm gonna save all my money. Okay. I'm gonna, I'll bring some of my own money to um the Chicago trip. All right. And then I'm going to uh, buy food with that money, and then save my. Well, you're gonna get out. yeah. You're gonna get fifteen back anyway. Yeah, I'm so, getting actually 40. I'm getting 40 back. Right. So... I get the extra yeah. Most of you listening probably didn't even hear that, but we're going to listen to the actual recording I was looking for of the Nintendo Power Line 2016. Oh, Thank you for calling Nintendo. Okay, cool. All right, let's start this. Thank you for calling Nintendo's Power Line, which is back for one weekend only to celebrate the release of the Nintendo Entertainment System NES Classic Edition system, now available in stores at a suggested retail price of only $59.99. Unless you're on eBay and it's $80,000. From your first Goomba stomp to defeating Ganon and getting the Triforce, the original Nintendo Entertainment System played host to many of gaming's most memorable moments. And now, a new miniaturized version is here, preloaded with 30 of the all-time greatest NES games, including The Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Bros. 3, and Metroid. Just plug it in and play. If your NES skills are a little rusty, don't worry. Some of the original gameplay counselors are here to share a few top tips, and maybe even a story or two, of their days on the original Gameplay Counselor Hotline. To hear a gameplay tip for The Legend of Zelda, press 1. To hear a gameplay tip... For Super Mario Bros. and Super Mario Bros. 3, press 2. To hear a gameplay tip for Metroid, press 3. So if you pressed one of those, you would have gotten the game tip. But we're just going to listen in order, 1 to 3, because that's how it is on here. So this is going to be Legend of Zelda, I think. Yes. Hi, I'm Pat Wells. During my days as a gameplay counselor, I sometimes help players beat a game from beginning to end. Most often, it was The Legend of Zelda, which was a tricky game to get to back before you could look up answers on the internet. A player would call after getting stuck in a dungeon, then call back an hour later asking for help on the next dungeon, and then the next. By the end of the day, they might have called me a dozen times. But it was always rewarding when you help someone navigate a difficult dungeon, find a missing item, or beat that tough boss. We were gameplay counselors, and our job was to turn players' frustrations into victory. Sometimes the callers were so young, they didn't even know their left from the right. You tell them to go two screens to the right, and they say, is that towards my kitchen or is that towards my living room? But that would always make me smile. Speaking of The Legend of Zelda, did you know beating the game unlocks a second quest with new dungeons and new hiding places for everything? Yes, we if did. If you'd like to start the second quest right away without beating the main quest first, just start a new game and register your name as Zelda. The second quest is a lot tougher, so good luck. Now you're playing with power. To hear a gameplay tip for Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers 3, press 1. To hear a gameplay tip for Metroid, press 2. So we're doing Super, Mario's and Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers 3 next, as you heard. Wait, wait, wait. So, what was the tip exactly? Uh, if you register your name as Zelda, you'll get automatically to the second quest, which is a tougher version. Hi, I'm Melvin Forrest. I got my job as a gameplay counselor in 1990 after participating in Nintendo's Power Fest. I lost the tournament, but still got the job. The same Power Fest that gave out the Nintendo World Championships carts, I think. This guy's Indian. Yeah, probably. We smile. 
Speaking of Main Quest, Warner Brothers 3, press 1. I'm Melvin Forrest. I got my job as a gameplay counselor in 1990 after participating in Nintendo's Power Fest. I lost the tournament, but still got the job. Since I would answer hundreds of calls a day, I tried to make them as fun as possible for both the players and myself. I especially enjoyed it when someone would be so excited to speak to me that they'd forget the game that they were playing and where they were stuck. Since I could usually hear their game in the background, I'd tell them what it was and they would freak out that I knew. I could also guess where they were stuck most of the time because I'd just taken lots of calls from other people with the same problem. So while it may have sometimes seemed like we gameplay counselors could read minds, we couldn't, or could we? Let me give this a shot. You're looking for Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers 3 tips, aren't you? No, I'm looking for a better call. Here are a couple of good ones. In Super Mario Brothers, after you've lost all your lives and returned to the title screen, hold A and press Start. You'll continue at the beginning of the world you ended on. For Super Mario Brothers 3, look for white blocks. If you stand on one and press down for about five seconds, Mario will fall through it and go behind the scenery for a short time. If you do this on World 1-3, you'll find a warp whistle that will let you skip to Worlds 2, 3, or 4. The Nintendo Entertainment System NES Classic Edition lets you enjoy the good old days of gaming like never before. Honestly, I just thought of this. First we played the clip from Tomodachi Life Nintendo game, and now we're playing a full phone call to the Nintendo Powerline. This episode is going down, almost for sure. But it's on it's on iTunes, so why would they care? So the world that you died on, if you press A and start on the title screen. Um, hold A and press start on the title screen. Yeah. Like, right, when it says game over, press, hold A and press start on the title screen. The problem is, if, if you die on the final level, you go back to 8-1. Because it's only the beginning of the world, not level, so... Yeah. With pixel perfect and retro display modes and suspend points that let you save anywhere in the game. The system comes bundled with an HDMI cable, an AC adapter, one NES classic controller, and all 30 games installed and ready to play. Additional controllers are sold separately. Revisit favorite gaming memories and make new ones. The wonderful world of 8-bit awaits. And now for your final gameplay tip. Thanks Hi, for the I'm Mark Doyle. I started as a gameplay counselor in 1990, the same year that one of my favorite NES games came out, Star Tropics. Well, it used to be one of my favorites. You see, back in the day, people rented a lot of games, and if you rented Star Tropics, chances were you didn't get the physical letter that came packaged with it. The letter not only set up the plot, but at a certain point in the game, you were told to dip the letter in water to reveal a secret code that's needed to continue. It worked like magic, but if you didn't have the letter, you were stuck. I took so many calls about this that after a while, when someone said, I'm playing Star Tropics, I'd sometimes say 747 before they could even finish. They would laugh and say, no way, how did you know that? Now, there's no letter included with the Nintendo Entertainment System NES Classic Edition system, but I have it on good authority that the 747 code can be found in the Quick Start Guide. Now, I owe you a tip for Metroid. To play as Samus without her armor, go to the password screen and enter Justin Bailey. That's J-U-S-T-I-N-B-A-I-L-E-Y, all caps, followed by 12 spaces. This will also put you far into the game with lots of power-ups. Have fun! Thank you for calling Nintendo's Powerline. Don't forget to check out the Nintendo Inter... So that's the Powerline. 
a big fat advertisement with some common cheat codes put in. But it's cool. So, thing is, that Metroid code, the way they found it was a guy named Justin Bailey put his own name into the cheat code section and found it. So, these Nintendo was stalking Justin Bailey. The end. Now back to Derpity Media. Rob D. Now back to Derpity Media. The story for Deaver Lawson 2 and 3. I have it here. We're going to read some of it. I don't have a script. Don't even have who's going to be in it, except for like main characters. Don't have a time to record it. Don't have anything. It's just a story. And we have another script that we're working on, or I'm, I've been slowly working on for our story contest winner from last year. It's going to be a good movie, but it's, I, it's taking a while to write. It's, I haven't been doing it much. So, blah. Ugh. So while I'm looking this up, I think we should listen to another song. How about, let's listen to something else from the new album. Alright, I'm going to pull up. Let me see if I can find it. I'm going to pull up Eyeballsique. This is a pretty good song from the new album. It's four minutes. We're not going to listen to all of it. But we're going to listen to some. And I just plugged it back into the phone. i got to redo that again. So here we go. We're going to listen to Actually. We're going to listen to Actually? No, we're going to listen to Eyeballsique. We have another album we haven't talked about. The, uh, the came out not too long ago, but it was recorded... Like about this time last year, maybe spring, late winter, it was the Alphabet A and B album where we were going to make an album for every two letters of the alphabet. Didn't work out. We just made a f- one album and a song about cans for the C and D album. But that was deleted along with the rest of my GarageBand files when my phone decided to delete GarageBand for no reason. Let's listen to Eyeball Zeke from 3 Derpy's brand new album for no reason. Well, I pull up the story file for Deeper Lesson 2 and 3. Eyeball Zeke, part of it. I'm gonna plug this back in. I have the story pulled up. Don't even know where we're gonna release for no reason, but it will be somewhere and I will announce that sometime soon. So we have this text file for Deeper Lesson 2 and 3. With Deeper Lesson 3, I don't have much of an idea of much of a long thing for, but for t- 2, I definitely do. So it's gonna start off with me and CJ in a house. We're, like, looking through mail or something. I don't know. And, okay. And the door is gonna, like, rush open. And an airport worker that we met in the first movie is gonna run inside. Now, this is the way I'm gonna connect it to the original movie. Because the airport workers in the original movie were in there for, like, 
a minute when we were trying to go back to the US and the tickets didn't work. So I'm going to connect that by having one of them be in the new movie and I think it's going to be Chloe because I don't think Sky's going to want to do it. So they're going to run inside, they're going to need help. A plane, is so here's what they're saying, a plane is headed straight for the airport, it doesn't show up on a radar, and nobody believes him. So, basically, me and CJ are the only people that can help, for some reason. Um, so we agree to help, we travel to Berlin, and we see the radar not showing the plane. Airport worker shows us the radio signal that keeps broadcasting the same message. I don't even have a message, I'm, I'm, I was writing a different movie, and I was trying to write a thing that this... I don't know, this terrorist... We are gonna kill you. That's the message. Pretty much. That's actually part of it. So it's... it's, What? I'll I'll explain in a second. I was writing this movie for a script for a movie Will was doing. The Derpity Dudes movie, I guess. I don't know. But... And I had to... I was writing this thing that a terrorist made a video and gave... Like, broadcasted it on, like, CNN or something. And I was trying to write what they were gonna say, but I'm horrible at writing, like, things like this. So, here's what I have for the... uh, plane broadcasting the same message. Play, the, rough idea. There's a plane headed toward you. You're all gonna die, courtesy of the insert alien race here. Come up with a name for an alien race, and they travel to Berlin and crash into an airport. The Dominators, Robbie. Yeah. I I think... Have you watched the crossover yet? Don't. No, I haven't. That's what the aliens are called. The Dominators. We, we haven't watched that, because my, my dad's been gone, like, every night with, uh, Driver's Ed student teaching. Okay, sorry. Yeah, don't. It's that's that's not a bad spoiler. So we get there's a jet. Wait, so a jet is being flown by someone from the original Diver Last movie or a new character. I almost Will. not Will. I I don't know. It could be maybe Will, our brother. Maybe maybe. Thinking uh, him or Ian, because Ian was the one who helped. Like, anyone who helped us. Ian might. He was the one that got the two people to leave the wall so we could go guard it. So, any of them. So, we're on the jet. There's a, there's a plane that's flying. Hey, hey, hey. What? So, I'm being infectioning right now. <sighs> and I can't, guess what I named it? What? My disease. What? My penis. So, that's what I named that's it. So, we get, we get on the jet. And there's a, pl- a good plane flying by the area of the bad plane. The bad plane flies straight by, causes the good plane to crash, killing me. So, th- yeah, oh. w- yeah the-, the bad plane crashes into our jet, and I die. <laughs> this is how we open up a story for a D for Lost 3, which is even crazier than this plot. So, CJ's trying to build up evidence for the ghost plane. The army thinks it's a joke. You, CJ tries to stop himself. It doesn't work. The plane crashes into the airport, and a huge, loud wave goes over the city that starts opening portals. End of movie. Deeper Lesson Three. There's a plane crash. The plane crash in Deeper Lesson Two creates two dimensions. Portals are opening into the dimensions in secret places. So there's a, the normal one and a, a new one in the future, where the Berlin Wall got even bigger, or maybe this movie takes place in the future when the Berlin Wall came down, but then we'd be, like, old men. So I, 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 we'll have to figure that out. So CJ and the airport worker find a way to go to the other dimension, and I am a Nazi in the other dimension. And then oh. plot 
happens, and CJ persuades me to turn good, and we end the wall in the other dimension. That one, I need more. Need to build that up more, because that could be like a three-second movie. Uh, because I don't know the the Berlin Wall, World War Two stuff. I don't know. That would have been the Soviets. Whatever, Nazi. The Berlin Wall is the Soviets. Yeah, Robbie. still we can have Nazis in it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, on Nazis, <laughs> and we will have war, and we. <laughs> do they speak in that voice or do they speak German? It's in a no. It's from a Helsing. It's a mm. abridged, um, anime. Oh. And the Nazis come back, and the leader. Wait, I'll be is like. We are Nazis, and we will have war, and we. I don't remember what okay. he says after yeah. that. Yeah, well, it's weird. I came up with a better idea. So, World War Two. Good people didn't win World War Two. So that's why the Nazis are still there, and the Nazis put up the Berlin Wall in the other dimension. Idea. <laughs> that is a good idea. And the Soviets died, and something. This is really weird. I we're talking about hi- history on a podcast called Derpity Media. How long is this thing anyway? It might. I, I hope it didn't stop recording. Forty-one minutes and forty-seven seconds. Okay, that's good. All right, next. Let's pull. Let's do something else. Deeper lesson two and three will happen at some point. After we finish our other movies we have lined up, and after we come up with an idea for the youth movie at German Day this year. I almost think I should. There should be something about dabbing, just so I can reveal my dabbing to the class and see what happens. I don't know. I don't I don't like it, but whatever. So, Essen Renan and Dever Lawson have a collector's edition being released to nobody. Because I can't. I don't even know where, how I'm going to release it. But there's going to be some stuff on there. I'm going to put some of the new videos on YouTube. Like Essen Renan, I'm having a hidden th- fact video. It's going to have like a secret place on the menu that I'm not even going to... The DVD menu. I'm not even going to tell you where it is. You just got to find it. CJ. Okay. So, yeah, um, it's going to be like... When we're in the living room, we see on the shelf, I got like pop figures on one side and the top from Chicago on the other and the Essen Renan poster in the frame. I'm just going to point all that stuff out. And that the Bratwurst stand is a trash can. So what does the, uh... What does the, uh... Um... Uh... I forgot what it's called. The menu look like. Because you could hide it in a picture. I could. I, the only thing is, it would be kind of obvious. I, what I did with the other one, with the uh, Sackbutt DVD that I don't have anymore, because it's lost. I, I put it, like made a button really tiny, like, tiny, and put it in, like, the dot of an eye. Oh. Dang. It's, it's easy to find, because you can just hit up on the DVD menu, and it will go up to it. But, yeah, we're out of things to talk about now. How... You listen to Ebola, boy. Hmm. Speaking of Ebola... No way. I'm playing a game about... 
infecting people. Let's read the names of these random DVDs I have. A three-part series of odd videos, which I don't know what this is. A weird CD that I must have burned of should have brought snow pants, but all the songs are in alphabetical order. Oh. It's, it's kind of weird. I mean, it starts off with, yeah. Uh, the original, the school DVD. Uh, the seventh grade band awards. My Mentos experiment from sixth grade. Every three Derpy song ever released at this point. Which is like, I think, should have brought, like, goes up to the song song. I think maybe blowing up chunks. Which, that album sucked. I mean, the, I didn't even bother. The title of it is Blowing Up Chunks, but only the B is capitalized in blowing. So it's just like a sentence. It doesn't even look good. None of the songs are good, except for a, like, three or four that I put on the album that came after that, which is technically our fifth, but I like to call it our fourth, because Blowing Up Chunks doesn't count. And Let's Start a Party had some of the best songs from Blowing Up Chunks and new songs that has never been released. And this album right here, the uh, For No Reason, is our first album since the song song, our first publicly released album since the song song to have brand new songs. Because the um, Let's Start a Party all had stuff from Blowing Up Chunks and unused stuff from song song. Okay, I'm going to look see what songs we have on that album real quick. Yeah, Let's Start a Party had The Life of the Party, which is like an instrumental track. Uh, Dubstep Upgraded. Blah, which was on the Alphabet Dirt album. Dubstep Upgraded. Well, it's called Dubstep. I'm, I'm just calling it because the, the one on the song song was called Dubstep. Uh, Dubstep Upgraded was released as a single before Let's Start a Party. Blah was created. Blah was for the Alphabet album. Actually, um, Larry Limbo was a, was a new song on this album. Or maybe that one... Yeah, I'm, actually, this album did have one new song on it, I think. Uh, Dishwashers was a song that we made during... Should have brought Snowpants, but it was never released, but it added. I added instruments to it. My Milkshake, which is a thing that Keegan sang, which was, I think, created for blowing up chunks. 9 Plus 10, which was a YouTube song. Duty was a song that was never released. Hair Drum was um, for blowing up chunks, but I updated it for this. Meh, Are You a Goat was also a new song. Then the, okay. wa- then the Waffle Song remix from the Blowing Up Chunks and Potatoes Extended Edition from Blowing Up Chunks. Okay. I, yeah. You can tell we're bored when we're just listing song names. Um, yeah. And then Blowing Up Chunks had some pretty good songs on it. Like, Police Officer was never put on another album and My Locker is Stuck, which was never put on another album. Yeah, and Dishwasher was actually on Blowing Up Chunks. So, let's just listen to My Locker is Stuck, because this one, or, and maybe Police Officer, these, these are the only Skylar songs that we have. And they're actually really good, and in My Locker is Stuck, you, ha- you can find out the combination for a random junior high locker. Let's listen to that one. Crap, I gotta turn on my volume. So, 203610, a random junior high locker, and we're Skylar yelling something about. What? 
2036 10 or 2036 7? Uh, 2036 10. Yeah, but uh, it's. Yeah, that one's pretty good. He just ran into a classroom asking if anyone had more toilet paper. <laughs> and I didn't catch it until I got to like the middle of the word more. So we're going to listen to a police officer now, and then maybe we'll end the podcast. I miss Skylar. He was cool. Yeah. And the thing is, now every once in a while, Skylar deletes all of his Instagram pictures and changes his profile picture. Which is kind of... Hmm. Alright, let's listen to Police Officer. Spaghetti's is gonna be Spaghetti. So, yeah, that one was a weird thing, because that was only a 10-second recording of him singing the police officer song, but I edited it and added stuff to it. And the thing with that, if, I mean, we were thinking of this idea for, for a police officer song, and he came up with this idea, so I asked him to sing it real quick, and he did, and a week later he left and moved to Florida. So if I didn't get that recording then, I may have never had that song. And I think I have a recording of just the 10 second version on here that I can pull up. Okay, let's see. Somewhere. Okay, gotta pull up iTunes, or never mind. We'll listen to that on the next episode. Which will be part, part, part two of the CJ DeGroot Talks episode of the Derpity Media uh, News and Music Podcast Part 2 is right after this one. We're just separating them because I did for the Nathan one. So, see you in Part 2.